And just like that, that's going to be my very first podcast intro. Today, I am joined by Nathaniel Blossom, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. A smile more contagious than the coronavirus. <laughs> that's who he is. He's a good dude. Oh, man. This is awesome. Yeah, this is uh, something I've been wanting to do for a really long time. Yeah. Uh, I've always listened to podcasts ever since I was in high school. Yeah. Started off with Joe Rogan, obviously. Of course, the man, the myth, the, the legend. The myth, the legend. But... Uh, you know, I can't I can't take all the credit for it, but uh, my cousin did. He played a big role in this, and I think uh, I have to give a lot of credit to him. Definitely. So, Nate, you What's are up, brother. You are a man among men. You are one of the greatest salesmen Eastern Idaho has Ooh. ever seen. Ooh. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. Well, I'm getting there. Right? Can't be too cocky yet. Yet. Haven't earned that name, but... But do you think you'll... I'm pretty good. You think you'll be pretty good? <laughs> so what what do you think is your go-to when you're selling somebody? How do you, like, start? How do you, What's your initial go-to? You know, you have a pitch, right? Like, depending on whatever you're selling, pest control, solar, whatever, your Girl Scout cookies. You have a pitch that you're going to say to the people at the beginning... Um, your, pick ha- your pitch has to be short, it has to be informative, and it has to be quick. You have to be done real fast and let them know. You can't just leave them on just a dry point, though. You have to get them talking, so you have to ask them a question. I like to get to know my people. I like I love people, and I love meeting Yeah. Okay, you're going to have to give me one second here because I think it's not recording on all of them. You're good. One segundo. We might have to redo that all again. You're just the intros. Let's see here. Okay, I think we're good. And now, okay. Yeah, so when you're starting off with your sales pitches, you always have to know who you're selling to and what you're selling. Mm -hmm. Do you believe in all the products that you sell? That's a core belief. That's a core belief that you have to have, right? Oh, yeah, dude. Like pest control, that was my first one I started. Well, first of all, I started mowing lawns when I was eight years old, right? Like my my older brother started a lawn mowing my a lawn mowing business here in town. Then it got passed to my sister. Then it got passed to me. Dude, I was mowing for two days straight, two times a week, make a thousand bucks. It was awesome. Like eight to eighteen years old. That was my job. It was awesome. I loved it. So I believed in mowing lawns, and I believed in old people because old people are nice, and they wanted a nice young man to mow their lawns. So that was good, good right? Then I started selling pest control, right? Well, actually, then, I, I guess you could say I served an LDS mission, and I went to Colombia, South America. Colombia. And in a word, you could say I sold them our religion, right? You did. And, I you know, that was fun. That was great. Boom. Two years of my life. Learned a lot there. Came back. Started selling pest control. I go to Oklahoma. The people in Oklahoma have bugs. Uh, there's lots of them, and they're a pain. <laughs> so guess what? I believe that our product's the best one on the market. We do a lot of different stuff that other companies don't do believe in that product and the company you have is called armor 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 pest defense yep a good one and then cbd i start my i got into cbd because of my dad that's right aimvo aimvo cbd aimvo cbd and honestly dude that's such a cool like industry to get into because it's still fairly young and a lot of and it's kind of going to be a hindrance towards you and what you're selling because a lot of people aren't educated about it Mm -hmm. what do you think is going to be your main like selling point to them so that they know it's not marijuana that it's non-psychoactive and that's like the main point you have to get across but people are very 
what's the word for it? They're very they stand off. Yeah, they just don't care. Off. Ignorant. Very closed. Closed-minded. Yeah. Like for example, a couple weeks back, we took a trip down. We stopped in Utah, and uh, we hit a couple of Utah counties up specifically Provo. Knocked doors and sold. Tried to sell our CBD. The people of Provo were very off to it. Didn't understand CBD, and that's not the people that we're looking for. Like, if you don't know about it, it it's so hard to explain what it is to someone. Even if you're not trying to sell it to them, just explain what it is. It's either just say, dude, go look it up on your own, and if you have a question or want to buy some, here's my card. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what we would do with those type of people. So we were looking more for the people who already know what CBD is, the people who use it, the ones who know that it's not just pot. It's not pot at all. Like you Mm -hmm. You don't get stoned. And... It's good. Like myself, I use it. I use it for my shoulder, tore my rotator cuff. It's great. I love it. it takes the pain away. We are, the lotion that we have. I even learned that I was a little. Um, I have a little bit of anxiety, and really? I didn't really know that until I started taking CBD and I saw it go away. And that's legit. You know? It was crazy. How did you know? What was the feeling that you had? I would get away? Pre- I would get jitters really, really bad. My whole life, I've gotten the jitters. Like right before I'm going to do something, football. I remember. Um, Senior, junior year of high school when we went to state championship football we were undefeated and I had the jitters so bad that I just wanted to cry I don't know why it was so bad my whole life I get jitters before, before something big happens and last summer before I went out to go sell pest control I had the jitters really bad and I was like man this is crazy had it before in school had it starting the new semester stuff like that I started taking CBD about three months ago I don't have any jitters. Like I don't, I don't get nervous for things that are coming up, like anxious. So I think that I had like some like, and the CBD will help with that. Like helps take that away. Helps you just be calm because it helps out throughout your whole body. So it was cool. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> Something I didn't know about myself. But you I love it. It's good. But stuff. you don't think that those jitters are like the anxiousness that you get. That's just normal when you're starting something new. Like I, I understand because it was really through. bad. Like really, really bad. Like. Like, before I would start something for, like, two days, I'd be really reserved. Really, like... Like, I'd still be me, happy, you know, but just in my head. It's just... Like, there's a lot that goes on up in here, and, like, I, I would never let anyone get in there because it's crazy. So, <laughs> I'm serious, dude. It's nuts. It's crazy. not survive a day up there. But it's, like, it was bad in my brain, and it, you know, it messed with me. Mm-hmm. And now, since ever since I've been taking... And it started to, like, get more frequently. If I noticed it, it would happen a lot more. I'd see it happen a lot more in new things. But if I didn't notice it, you know, I'd feel it every once in a while. So I started noticing it a lot, noticing it a lot. And now that I'm taking the CBD and it just it's just gone, I'm thinking about it more. I'm like, why am I not getting anxious? And I'm still not. And before that would happen, I'd think, why am I not getting anxious anymore? And it would come right in. I'd be like, dang. What did you do before? Before you did CBD? How did you deal with those nerves, that, I had that my anxiousness things. that you had? Yeah, you know, I have my things. I have my vices that I, I don't know. I just, I try and look at life on a happier note. Even when it's tough, and it's tough sometimes. It's I was very hard sometimes. You know, I was I was I was born a I was a fat kid growing up from like first to sixth grade. I was the fat kid, like legit. I was like four foot eight, like two hundred pounds. I was fat, dude. <laughs> and so like a lot of people were rude to me with that. And so I just learned how to just you know whatever, just just look for the brighter stuff. Now I'm now I'm good. Now I'm not that. And I just I don't know. It's just I don't know, man. It was weird. Yeah, I think it is that when you're younger, though, 
dealing with nerves is something that you it's very new to you it's something that it's you scary. haven't dealt with before and i never really got any coaching towards that yeah. like i remember the first time i played the soccer game just the nerves were building up i had to poop i had to poop really <laughs> bad did you get that you just got that always have to poop yep it, it's it's just it builds up in you like but you know no matter what you're gonna go out there and you're gonna have to play oh yeah but you're like, what if something bad happens? And the only two outcomes are you win or you lose. I guess in soccer you can draw two. But like yeah. it, the in any other sport, the two outcomes are you're going to win or you're going to lose. Yeah. And, dude, I still haven't gotten over those nerves. Those nerves are very nervous. Like today, earlier, oh, yeah, when I was dude. starting this, you could tell that oh, I yeah, was I very nervous. I have I was some pictures. It'll show your face is all... Uh I'm nervous. It's funny. Dude, getting stuff set up, it's just kind of being, I'm like, oh no, what, yeah. what if I'm here for like an hour and then he has to leave? This is the worst outcome nah, possible. dude. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm very grateful that you asked me. I'm glad that I get to be numero uno. Numero senor. uno. Yeah. And yeah. I really want this to take, I don't want it to take off like and be huge. I don't expect anything from that. I expect maybe friends will listen to it and they want to get just like a deeper understanding of what other friends are Definitely. feeling about and talking about yeah it i think it's cool and you can bring anyone on here and it's like it's not like you're trying to debate anyone you're just having fun talking yeah, just talking going, about hey, certain stuff life that's awesome the main the main like focus of the whole podcast is and it's called the daily time ticket that's the yeah. first time i've mentioned the name of the whole thing but it's gonna be i want to go around and talk to people so they tell us about their jobs their daily routines what All they're right. what they're role what they believe their role in society is like i believe farmers don't get enough recognition so i really want to talk to farmers because they cool. like they don't they're just different people man they are hard people they would get up at six get the tractor ready have their morning coffee and around here they don't even have their morning coffee because they can't drink coffee for real <laughs> and six is six is a, a little late to wake up those guys wake up early dude my grandpa my grandpa's so old. He's a farmer his whole life, and he's so old now that he always wakes up at four o'clock because that's what he woke up his entire life to feed the cows and stuff. The internal clock. No matter what, always at four o'clock. It's that like, internal clock, dude. I'm like, it's just grandpa, take a couple of shots and knock yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Those old timers, man. Yeah. Like I've been around some old timers, and I'm like, dude, you should be on a beach somewhere, I just know. sipping my ties and having the time of your life. You earned it. Why do you still work? Especially when they're working. That's the worst. When they're still working, you know, doing something. Like you see the little old granny at the cash register stand at Sears, and you're just like, oh, that might that might be a political thing. Something where they don't have their retirement fund or anything. Oh, oh, sorry, I, that, I had that turned off. Oh, you're good. We're good. We're a okay there. Yeah, that's true. that's true. So you're going to go sell some pest control. I am, sir. You're going to go down to the south, the dirty south. Good old Oklahoma. You pretty excited to go back out there? I am. I'm really excited right now. Reason being is there's no other pest control companies out right now because of the C word. The, the coronavirus. The coronavirus. I don't like saying it anymore, so I just call it the C word. It's, it's just, just about as you, dirty as... It brings you juju, bad juju. I hate it. So there's no other pest control companies out right now, and everyone's home. Because you can't go anywhere because of the C word. And everyone's seeing the bugs in their house because they can't go anywhere. So they're buying like crazy. Like we are having record numbers for the beginning of the year. Really? Yeah, because everyone's home. Like it, it makes sense too. Like if you think about it at a business stance, like everyone's home. They're seeing the bugs. Everyone still has to get rid of the bugs. They're buying. And your company isn't nervous of a, like a backlash from government officials going like, hey, why are you guys We're out essential, here? We dude. want everybody to You got to get rid in. of the bugs. You want your little kids to get bit by a hobo spider? 
That's true. I guess you, you know, don't want your you kids walking med- around with fucking. You want to you want to pay them. thirty bucks a month to get your house sprayed for bugs, or do you want to go pay a two thousand dollar medical bill when your kid gets bit by a hobo spider or black widow? True. Very true. You know, and that's what I tell people too. Like, except there's certain people, like you know, there's guys. There's those guys that are just the big macho guys. They're just like, what? And if you can just reason <laughs> with them, you know, and especially if they have kids like that, if you can just reason with them, they're like. All right, I'll buy it. I respect. I that. understand. Like, I know yeah. why I have to do this now. And those are the most rewarding ones to walk away from, dude. Because you're like, I'm, I'm a man. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> What's the feeling when you get a good sale in? Mm. It's just nice. You're just happy. Because, like, think about this: the whole day you're knocking doors. Most people they're not really that nice to summer salesmen. You know, you'll get some nice people. I, I get a lot of water because I'm friendly. A lot of people talk to me a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But like. You could be having a really bad day. And this happens a lot. You can go start knocking at 11 and it's 8 o'clock at night and you still don't have one. And you're just like, oh my gosh, I've knocked 100 doors today, literally. Because <laughs> you have a knock sheet that takes that tra- tracks how many knocks you do. And you're just like, oh man. And then you make a sale and it's just like, that was all worth it. Makes and then it guess what? It. You go to the next door, boom, make another sale. You're like... Woo! Good day. Like, Dude, good day. <laughs> I thought today was gonna be a rough one, but I'm I'm winning today. It's I'm such winning. a good feeling. It's so good. What's your daily routine? How do you start your day off when you're selling? Yeah, so uh, we have a meeting at ten o'clock in the morning, right? And the meeting is just kind of to go what o- over what happened the day before. Um, if people had questions, like if someone was having trouble um, with getting a credit card from someone, because you have to get your credit card and do that type of stuff. So we just talk about it and we help. Get ready for the next day. We get a little pump up in there too, you know, play some rocky music or something. Nice, uh, nice. Get get the folks going. Yeah, that's good. But before that, so before ten o'clock, you can do whatever you want. Myself, what I've been doing lately is I'm trying to fit up. I'm trying to get fit. I just tore my rotator cuff right in February, so I can't really lift well because I haven't done anything to it. Is that so sad? Dude, yeah, it hurts so, your pride. And I was starting to get so <laughs> strong, dude. I was I was like I was back up to repping two twenty five. I was happy. And then all of a sudden, but douche. So yeah, I've actually been doing legs like throughout the whole C virus, the the C word thing. I've been able to go to my, be able to work out still at my home gym. So I've been doing a lot of legs and I've been doing a lot of running. And I think that's what I'm going to stick with this summer. Do a lot of running and do a lot of like core work because I can't really do much up top and just slim down because I'm a big boy. I got a belly on me still. Mm-hmm. But and I'd like you know four months follow a good diet plan like legit. I could really do it. So that's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to wake up. So I'm going to wake up at 6, run, get back, do my personal study, which is like sales, um, prepare for my people, get ready to know where to put them for area. I also do a little bit of scripture study in there as well. I like to have my daily Jesus, you know, daily You always need Jesus. a little bit of Jesus in your life. And then uh, get ready. Food, breakfast, whatever I want to do. Prepare my food. That's the thing, dude. Last summer, I ate out. I ate fast food every day. Oh, that's what gets you, man. And I got fat, man. That's what gets you. It's so, it's just so tempting. It's just, just right there. It's like, come on, don't get up early and make your food. Just come on, let's let's eat. You know, (laughs) let's let's you're like staying another thirty minutes. Get another McChicken. You're good. You're gonna be driving down. You're gonna see a gas station. Just get in there and get a Power Bar. It makes me so mad. (laughs) Grab grab three monsters for the day, and that's all you need. That's all the sustenance you need. It's that demon inside of you, man. It's that lazy demon. Dude, I don't know if I'll ever be able to give up Monster though. Like in all honesty, like that is my like 
all-time favorite flavor in the world. I don't think I'll ever be able to give it up, no matter what. For those of you who are uneducated, Nate is your basic white guy that will <laughs> punch drywall when he's angry and was probably baptized in Monster. <laughs> well, I don't look like your basic white guy, though. You don't. I don't, I don't have don't. spiked up frosty tips, you know. He says that with a faux hawk right now. <laughs> I do. That's because it was my cousin's baptism this morning. I had to look good. But, uh... I do have a faux hawk right now. Uh, I normally wear a hat. So how do you guys usually recruit all of your salesmen? Because you guys don't have just a regular like set of guys. You guys are always looking for new people to come in and try something yeah. else, right? You can recruit in a lot of different ways, right? There's some guys who just go really hard on social media. Like they just search people, ask their friends, just gotta bug the crap out of you. Those guys are kind of annoying. Um, there's those summer sales guys who live in BYU, the BYU specifically, those, especially BYU mm-hmm. Provo, BYU Idaho. They're over there just, oh yeah, come out, just talking to everyone. You can do that too. You're going out on the street, you know, free hot chocolate. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of ways to do it. You got to find a good balance though. Because those guys, the summer sales guys in BYUs, they're douchebags. And sorry if I can't say douchebags. Oh, no, you're fine. You can say whatever the hell du- you want. You can say douche fuck, bags. you can say cunt, whatever you want. <laughs> they're douchebags, dude. Like, they are. Like, And no offense to them, but like I respect it. You got to be like that in order to get those type of people. And they do really well. They do really well. I bet well. they do. You got you that know? confidence. Yeah. Like you were telling me, hard sells. Oh, yeah. I bet yeah. they're very good at hard they're, sells. And the, oh, yeah. The clothes that they do is just like, and they just don't leave you alone either. It's I mean, like they're, it's like they're, it's like they're attracted to you. You know how like when a guy is really attracted to a girl and just goes, 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 goes and does whatever and makes himself look like a wiener in front of her. <laughs> yeah. That's what these guys are, but for <laughs> sales reps. <laughs> All right. So the pest control, I have one experience with pest control guys other yeah. than you. Uh, when I was in college, there was a job fair going on for just all the college kids going around seeing for what their future is going to be after after college. Cool. And I talked to some guys, and like they're like, "Hey, just come out with us. We'll get you a free meal. If anything, we'll just talk." <laughs> yeah. You know. And I was like, "Oh shit, they're working me, man. I know they're working <laughs> me. They have to be." So I go home. I go to my roommates, and I told them about it. And the first thing they say, "It's a scam, it's bro. A scam. It's a scam. Don't fucking fall for it." <laughs> So I go out with them. <laughs> I go, I go get the dinner. Or, yeah, I got, I got some dinner with them, and they, you know, they gave me the whole pitch. Hey, you're gonna be making like thirty grand. You're gonna, you're gonna go to a different place. You know, see a new city, and you're gonna work hard hours. And you got, I feel like you have, you know, oh, yeah. the drive. You have that motivation to do it. I didn't sign with them. I was like, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't trust it. I'm just gonna work on the farm because I just have a bad feeling. I had that yep. gut feeling. You know, I was like, Nah, I'm good. I'm all right. Yep. I'm gonna chill back. And like ever since then, dude, I just I, something about the summer sales guys just seemed something just it's dirty to me. It just felt dirty. It, to me. it does, right? And, it, and that's what people on the doors look at us as too. They think of the scammers back in the day, you know, dressed in a suit with a briefcase coming up on their door to sell them. You know, like yeah, if you want some wrenches, yeah, you, some wrenches you know. Here. And that's what people think it's a dirty sell. But in all honesty, like most of the guys who come out and do it, they're good guys. Like when I say douchebags, like those guys, I don't mean like I've met them and they're all pieces of shit. The no, guys I, I met were like, pieces of shit. Yeah, you know, I just mean like that's their that's their how they. How they are, you know, like you can classify carry someone as a douchebag. Yeah, you know, but they're normally pretty good guys. And in all honesty, if you're like, if you look legit, you're legit. You know, people are like on the doors, like oh, you're not, you're a scammer. It doesn't happen a lot, but they'll call you out on it. You look like a scammer, or like people 
when you're trying to recruit them. Ah, oh, no, it's just a big scam. Like, dudes, we're not. Like, look, we got a lot of money. We put it into <laughs> shit. Like, if I was just a scam, I wouldn't be driving a damn CBD RV. You know, <laughs> like. Hey, but that CBD RV gets about as much uh about as much gas mileage as your regular truck does. That so maybe true. that that truck was a good investment, and yeah, you can live in it. That's true, dude. dude. Getting all types of. I'm excited. I'm moves. sad that I don't get to start living in it right now, though. We're gonna. I'm gonna leave. Oh it, yeah. I'm so leave it back. We, we kind of skimmed over a couple of things I wanted to talk about, uh, but we'll talk about the CBD van and how that all came about because you just told me one day and I got I got ecstatic, dude. Yeah, dude I, I got fun. I got hyped for you. I was like, that's awesome. So run just for the people that haven't heard, and if anybody's ever going to listen to this, what's your plan with the CBD van? Um. So for right now, uh, okay. So the plan with it is it's pretty sick dude it's an rv sleep in it it sleeps four people you know comfortably it's only big enough for about one person to live in but it's sweet it's dope it is a pretty sweet we have a really nice wrap on it you know for our company aimvo and the plan is that we are going to take that to events throughout the united states of america drive to different ones follow stuff what are your main events that you want to hit uh i want to go to a lot of sporting sporting things because cbd is very big in sports world Mm -hmm. right a lot of athletes use it so like I was thinking, follow motocross, supercross, follow NASCAR, right? Maybe do stuff like that. Maybe even for a point, follow some bands, you know? Because you go to concerts and you're outside of concerts, to, you know, you'd have to pick the right type of band group to go around. You couldn't go what to kind of genre. You, you couldn't you go to like around. a Blake Shelton concert to go sell CBD, <laughs> you know? <laughs> this man's trying to sell me marijuana. You gotta call the cops call on the you, cops man. On me. No, I'm thinking like. Like, cause like Blink One Eighty Two still does tours. I went to a couple of you know like follow like cool bands that aren't gonna do they don't do a lot. So older ones, Blink One Eighty Two came back did a tour. That'd be sick. Follow them throughout the U.S. Stop at their places. Sell CBD at their events. You Dude, you're like the dead. You're like following the dead. I know. You Wouldn't it be that? cool? That would be pretty sweet. Following the dead. What's that? You know, well there used to be a the old band called the Grateful Dead. You mm-hmm. ever heard of the Grateful mm-hmm. Dead? So it was like a super old band. For us, it's old because. It was like, I don't know, 80s? I don't know if yeah. it is or it isn't. I don't know the years. But uh, there used to be, their, the whole thing about them was that everybody would follow them around and do shitloads of acid. So they would just go around to Damn. fucking Grateful Dead concerts wherever they went in the United States and just sold acid. And that's like one of the first places acid was sent out into the United States. Like that's how people fa- like found out about it. That's awesome. Yeah, yellow sunshine acid. All right. That's what it started. Acid, that's what got it. Never done it. Me neither. You know, but uh, I've heard it's a hell of a, t- a, hell of a time. Yeah. Everything you hear about acid, such a bad name. Acid. Acid. Oh, it I just don't sounds like you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be put in acid, in an acid I, I state. Like, I like the sound of shrooms better. Mushies. Yeah. yeah mushies, mushies sounds cool. So mushies, mushies is a shrooms, cool sound. You know. But good. Not... And so how long are you going to be following them around for? How long do you think? Is know. it until you reach a certain amount of sales or just when you think you're going to call it one day and be like, I think I did my due diligence and I think we have a solid like, customer base now, so I think we're done yeah, kind of that touring way. them. Yeah, kind of that way, just yeah. seeing however many guys you get. Once we get to a point, I think 10,000, if we can get 10,000 you know, out there. Um, well, that was the plan now. That was the plan back then. I don't know if we're still going to... Like the plan is to still do that, but it's changed a lot with COVID. We've thought differently. We've had to restructure the company a little. We used to be a membership. We're still a membership company. We sell memberships, but we're also going to just start selling bottles as well. We weren't really just doing that. We were focusing more on the membership side. Mm-hmm. Buy a membership to get fifty percent off of CBD products for the entire year. You know, and in in our that's what kind of sucked, dude. Like, so I how do I explain it? 
I don't know if I can. It just kind of sucked because we had this really we had this really good plan set up. It's really good company way set up, but because of the c word, we had to stop everything, put it on pause. It's made us look at stuff and start to change, right? It's still a great company, but we're gonna focus more on wholesale side now too. So we also go to dispensaries, right? Go to dispensaries throughout. Cause let's be honest, <clears throat> CBD's not pot, but pot's gonna be legal within the next five years. I think so. Right? I think so. I say five to six because Donald Trump looks like he most likely will probably become president for the next four again. Who knows what happens? Right? I don't know, man. It's looking there. Biden's looking pretty good. It's looking, but... <laughs> Sleepy Joe. Even if. So if we get a Democrat, it'll be legal within the next four years and sometime within his thing. With Trump, I bet it's. I bet he holds off fights that is legal everywhere. I bet Idaho still isn't legal until about six years, you know? We're but definitely one of the holdout states. We definitely will. But I think that within six years, if Trump wins for the next four, within six, after he loses, within two years, they'll put pot legal in the I think that's still a pretty, like long margin of time i don't like, know i still dude. think it's gonna be, i think it's I think, within the next three i think or the four. trump would hold off on that one though i think it's three or four three, three or four? four three or four years that's just me though that's just uneducated me everywhere though in idaho think about how idaho is think about how hateful people are towards <laughs> marijuana and like half of their kids do it <laughs> they just don't know it everyone's like because like i would always go around and like you're like whenever you're camping out in like the boonies or you're mm-hmm. just around town. You smell it. You're like, there's a smell in the air. Mm-hmm. There's something here, mm-hmm. you know. And Children. as many times as you, as many people want to say that, like, oh, if you know how it smells, you know, how do you know how it smells? Like, dude, shut come up. up. Everyone you, knows yeah, everybody what it knows what like. it smells like. Yeah. It's not, it's not anything special. But especially it's, when they're like, no, that's skunk. Shut up. It, it does not smell the same. There, it's close, but there's a huge difference. Dude. I hate it because like. Whenever I'm driving around and, and I don't know if it's skunk, I have to I have to go. You know, what? I'm gonna say it's weed. It's weed. <laughs> I don't care. It's, it's weed. weed. It's weed. It's Even though there, there is plenty of skunks around here. Dude, there's a ton. I saw so many skunks. I was riding my bike through town the other day, well, on the old highway, and I saw like three. I saw two dead skunks and I saw a raccoon, a dead raccoon on the side of the road. And I was like, man, I had to drive through that smell on my <laughs> motorcycle. I'm like, oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking skunks, dude. Ooh, I there's hate so skunks. many. Like and you don't really see them that often, but there yeah. you know there's a whole buckload of yeah, them. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. I seen I saw a video of a dude and it was a lady and she like had pet skunks. Why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> that is the dumbest well, idea get, ever. People get the the stinkers removed. You can get the stink sack removed, and then they're actually a really good pet. A lot of people keep them as pets. You can get what the stink kind sack. of fucked up veterinarian figured out how, how did to you figure out to remove the, st- the stink sack? Well, I guess a dead one, right? A dead one, they're dissecting it, and they see that it's a stink sack. Still, though, there's like a veterinarian went out until a dead yeah. skunk brought it in. He's like, I'm going to figure this shit I'm out. I'm going to figure out how to take the stink sack out. I'm going to keep him as a pet. His wife is like, yeah, John's gone off the rocker. <laughs> he thinks he thinks he can take the, the stink sack out. He smells like skunk all the time. Yeah. He comes in with like a glazed look. He's like, yeah, just... Uh, just. Really, John's out there getting stoned the yeah. whole time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> John, what are you doing out there? Uh, I'm removing the stink sack. Yeah, don't you know? Get off me, woman. I'm, I gotta go figure out how to take the stink sack off. The friends, oh my gosh. friends are coming over. And they're like, how, "How's the how's the science going, John?" Great. He's like, go, dude. It's going great. Man. Friends come over. Saw it, dude. Saw it. 
<laughs> hey, honey, where'd you put my poncho? <laughs> He's got like Bob Marley posters up and stuff yeah, everywhere. Dude, I love ponchos, man. Those are some nice. Like you can call them whatever drug rugs, drug whatever rugs. you want. Got your classic drug some, rugs. Those are nice. They keep you warm too. The ones I have, I don't know if they're just shittily made, but the wind gets right through them. Really? Yeah. I got some good ones. I bought them down in Mexico on a cruise. Bought a couple really nice ones, and I was like, ooh, alrighty then. Could you ever go sell pest control in Mexico? You think? Is that mm. possible? Is there? I don't know if there's We've a fuckload of drugs. Before. I mean, not drugs. Bugs in uh, Mexico. Oh, there's oh, there's a lot everywhere. of drugs in Mexico, too. Everywhere. If you could get into South America, yeah, you'd actually... It's just you wouldn't be able to charge as much, so because like you know, it's just it's, yeah, your economy is different. Down exactly, there. different economy. So you'd have to change the product a little up. You know, you probably won't do as much, but yeah, if you could get down there, ooh, I bet you'd make a lot of money. Tap into the market. Some tap into the some South pesos. American market. South What's America. the currency in Colombia? Um, pesos. Is it pesos? But instead, it's like so. I thought it was bolivars. No, that's Bolivia. Oh, shit, Bolivia. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, in, in Colombia, but pesos is different. So like a thousand pesos, mil pesos, will get you like five pieces of bread. Holy shit! In like Colombia, yeah, like five little pieces of bread. So it's probably equivalent to. So wait, what? How does that go? Yeah, so it's equivalent to like thirty cents in the states, thirty forty cents in the states, but it can get you like five pieces of bread. So like two. I don't know a lot about economy stuff, so, you know, yeah. I'd rather not get into it. It's cool, though. Like, it's cool, like, that you can do that, but it's, like, the money was super cheap down there. When I was on my mission, <clears throat> I had, you know, because I mowed lawns, I made a lot of money growing up, <clears throat> had a lot of money saved. It was fun. I was able to buy a lot of stuff down there, and I got a lot of jerseys, the soccer jerseys. Soccer jerseys. Peñarol. Uh, I know, I know, there's, I know, Peñarol. Nacional. Nacional, I think Nacional is a Nacional is, a is Colombia, Colombia. Yeah. a uh, Millonarios. Millonarios, that's yeah. such a cool name for I know, a cool team. Name, uh, I like Nacional, that's my favorite one. They were a good team. Nacional, they were fun to watch. I used to watch. Uh, it was called Copa Libertadores, uh -huh. and that was all like the South American teams. Yeah, they would all play against each other. That's how I know. I learned a lot about soccer. I love soccer now. Dude. I learned a lot about geography from soccer. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Where places are at. In yeah, the world. dude. Yeah. So like when we were doing like geography in like seventh grade, eighth grade, I was like, they're like England, bro, Man United, <laughs> Liverpool. I know my shit. Get off me. All the kids would want me on their geography trivia team because yeah. I know my shit. Dude. That's awesome. I knew everything. I knew That's everything awesome. about soccer teams. But they're like, what's the capital? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Pele. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. You'd had your mission, yep. And I, I did see this like when you guys went out and you how you said, uh, I mean, you're selling the religion. Yeah. I I don't want it to sound you know like yeah. I'm talking about anything. Well, it just, just like, it sounds like it's bad for some reason. But yeah, but it's not like I don't mean it in a rude way. Yeah, like, like you know. you're you're trying to convert them over. Yeah, and sure. that must have been really good practice for you to do help out yourselves. Oh yeah. So apart from having your mission training what other trainings have you had that you think have helped you out a lot in sales Ooh. the mission was a huge one that one was big because it was just like that was like that's the eight, hardest thing 18 to sell, years dude. old you know and two like think about this 18 years old kicked me right out of my house i'm in south america speaking spanish i've never i don't speak spanish and then i had to learn how to sell like i say sell because we're talking about sell, yeah, sell so. the religion to mm -hmm. these people in a different language that i don't speak 
bro. It was nuts. <laughs> it was gnarly. I got really good at grunting for a while, or, you know. Like that was, you know, it was like they're like they're like see I'm like oh yeah see. <laughs> no I, I I learned my Spanish good um we have meetings you know and like that's the thing I I don't know throughout life I guess I guess the thing that's kind of led me to I've always just kind of looked like a salesman because I just love talking to people like you are very that. you're a very people oriented you know you, you do. unless I don't like you then I don't talk to you that's how you know if I don't like you if I don't talk to you everyone else I talk to them you know like that's, that's true it's the thing. But, like, I like talking to people, and I think because of that, I try and push myself to meet a lot of new people, and I think that has put... And especially since I've started sales, talking to girls. Oh, girls. Wait, girls is the oh, biggest one. Girls, that's the dude. Hardest that's the one, biggest man. one. Everybody wants to be able to sell themselves to a girl. Yeah, I oh. kissed a lot of girls, so I guess... <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> In high school, I kissed a lot of girls. I guess you could say that was probably where I learned a lot of sales tricks. I learned. Okay. What uh, What are some tricks that you learned? Ooh, ooh, I don't know. I'm old now. That's the thing. Like I haven't really. You still got it though. Yeah, but I haven't had a girlfriend it. in four years, four or five years. I'm. Ooh. So he's single. I am single. So ladies. he's single. What's up? That's true. Yeah. What up? What's going on? Two zero huh? eight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe uh, we'll do I don't know, girls. I just learned it with you. Just gotta talk. To, you just gotta learn to listen. Listening's mm-hmm. key. If you can make someone feel important by listening to them and then repeating it back to like and like showing that you're there, you can get them to do mostly anything, you know, to a degree. Like that sounds creepy. Don't don't whisper like, that. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to <laughs> whisper that, but like you can is the thing. Like, like even just like listening to like like for example, like I have a lot of nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm I'm the youngest of we're seven in our family. Everyone's married, has kids. Not youngest, a little sister, but she's married now too. So I'm the only single one. Little kids everywhere. So like even to like little kids, if you can listen to them and then repeat it back and then ask them to go do something, they'll go do it. They'll leave you alone. My one little nephew, he doesn't stop talking. He always asks, why? But why? 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 You're just like, dude. But like you'll answer the question and then he'll ask you again, why? Like, oh my gosh. I just explained this to you, but I'm going to do it again because so I some, love you. Yeah, exactly. So sometimes I'll just sit there and be like, I'll listen to him. He'll say something. I'll repeat it back. He goes, hey, Link, go get that over there. Go play over there. Oh, okay. And he'll go play for 10, 15 minutes on his own. It took you know? me, it, I still can't, dude. I can't do little kids. Little kids are uh, really? just so dude, annoying sometimes. Kids. They're so fun. Just like, when you know, at the part of a kid's life when they can't really like form sentences, so they're just saying words. Oh, yeah. You're That's like, not a funny. Like, Fall by a uh, uh, car uh, water, water. You're like, you yeah. Want, what do you, what do you want? Yeah. You're coming up to me here. You got snot coming down your mouth. Into you got coming out of your nose into your mouth. Clean that shit up first, and then tell me what you want. Don't yeah. come back to me when you can form like three straight sentences. I like three, three, three to eight years old, even ten. Those are fun because you can just throw like the boys. You can throw them around, wrestle them, beat them up, you and know? they'll bounce back. You know, yeah, and they're, they're good to go. And they talk normal. They can have a normal conversation at that point. Their brain's enough developed. Like, it's not a good conversation, but they know. You can, they can tell you what they want. They still little punks, though. They still throw tantrums, and that's the worst, dude. They are. So what's, what's, what's the youngest you think uh, a salesman can be? Youngest a salesman Yeah, the youngest be. you guys could have a salesman. When, think, when, did, when that, did you, like... You just did one day, you were like, oh shit, I'm a salesman. That's right. Bro. I knew it was you. Bro, well, this happened two weeks ago. My three-year-old nephew, we're all sitting out on my front, like my whole family. There's like six of us. No, there's like 12 of us there just all sitting around. 
Like a little guy, he comes out and he goes, hey, anyone want Gatorades? He's three years old, comes out of his garage. Anyone want Gatorades? And we're all just like, what? Yeah, we'll take a Gatorade. He comes crawl. He comes back, like puts him in his little his little Jeep buggy mm-hmm. remote one that like drives him. He can oh, drive damn, he's it's bougie, so dude. Sick, dude. It's a SWAT. Bougie. It's got SWAT sticker on it. He puts all the drinks in the back of it. He goes around and he goes, he, give, he gives them out to everyone. Boom, everyone opens it up, comes back and he goes, money. No and we're way. like, no, wow. everyone's already drinking it, right? And so like everyone, no one had money. Everyone was just like, leave me alone. You know, whatever. I'm not giving you any money. But that's how he is. He you walked know? back. He's like, fucking. He knew it though. Like he knew the sales. That's the thing. You can become a salesman when you, as soon as you can understand how to. As soon as you understand the principle. You understand that people. If I give somebody something that they want or need, mm-hmm. I can make money. Mm-hmm. My first one that, that like I felt with armor, like when I was selling pest control, the first time that I knew, like, all right, because in different things you can learn how to master the sale, and when you get to a point that you're like, all right, I can do this, I I can sell this, I'm good, you know. My first one was we talked about this earlier. They were mirroring me, so like the guy came out, and he was very upright, you know. So I was upright to him too, like pop my chest up. He had his chest popped up. I started mirroring his body movements. He leaned up against the wall. I leaned up against the wall, right? Did it a couple, two or three things. And then next thing I know, I've switched over because he sees that I'm mirroring him like his subconscious sees it. And then I start to do things. I scratch my nose and then I see that he comes up and scratches his nose. And I go, <laughs> in my mind, because this is what I'm thinking about. Like I'm having a conversation with the guy, right? Like yeah. I'm paying attention, but just I understand what I'm doing because I've seen it happen before. And then I scratch my knee and he he also in like you know and about a minute later he scratches his knee i'm like that's funny so that and then i walked away sold that one had a great sell on it he you know he was a punk when he came out big and broad and then at the end he was talking to me like a friend how long did it take for you to get your like timing because that and the whole mirroring thing where oh, you yeah. scratched your knee and then it took him a whole minute that whole minute in a sale i bet takes forever it does You're just like oh, okay all right yeah. just now um, be cool be cool. Yeah. He's gonna do it sooner or later. He's gonna fall. Yeah. How do you gauge the like? How how long is too long in a cell where you're like, all right, I'm out of here. I can't. I know he's done. Okay, so I gotta move on. Maybe I exaggerated a minute long because I'm now that I'm thinking about it, it probably it was probably only like 10, 15 seconds later mm-hmm. that he scratched. But when you're knee. in there, dude, it's but like you're minute, in a fight. Yeah, but a minute a long fight. is huge, dude. It's insane. Like I've learned, like there's certain people when they tell you the same. Sorry, I was moving that. When they I tell did. you the same thing three times and it's like leave me alone like I'm not interested the third time I leave that's how I am like there's some guys who will stay and just stay and just stay and tell the guys like get the F off my board you know Damn. Like, it's crazy but I don't do that I've learned that like normally around three times if you tell me no three times alright you're probably not interested but the worst the worst is when you have someone you go up and they're just giving buying signs they're just everything you're like hey man you got you know bugs oh I have bugs Oh, cool. Are you like everyone else have cockroaches? Yeah, cockroaches in my sink. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, I can do everything real cheap. What's real cheap? Oh, yeah. You start giving him, talking to him. He's like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. And then he gets to the point and you're like, all right, man, you just want to go grab your credit card? He goes, nah, I was just listening to you, man. Peace out. Shuts the door. That's oh, when you're just like, come on. Just a waste of time. <laughs> That's a flirt, dick. dude. He's a flirt. <laughs> He's a dick is what he I walked away from those and I was like, F you, man. <laughs> Oh, I hate those. I would hate that too, dude. Just the feeling yeah. of like, I got him. I got yeah, him. Because that's got in, him. in your mind the whole time. That's what you're thinking. I got him. 
he's mine. Yep. Oh, he, he said this. Perfect. That's a sale. Boom. You know, because you learn, you learn to hear words. There's keywords that you hear people say, and if they say it, not everyone on the, not every sale is the same. But if they say certain keywords, sometimes you know. All right, that's a sale. It's like they'll say those things, and they know it too because that's. Think about it. <clears throat> you get guys knocking on your door all summer long, and you have to talk to them because we're not just gonna like unless you just. No, I'm not interested. Shut the door. Walk away. Like, we'll walk away. But if like you open up the door, we're gonna talk to you until until we sell you. Okay. Or you tell us to leave. So there's guys who are at home. You know, they learn how to f, f with. They learn they, like I don't know how to explain. It. They learn how to get us back because mm-hmm. they know what to say. Because they probably bought from a guy before and they've learned something, and then they bought from another guy. Learned a little. They've made their own. You know, smart guys figured out on their own, and then they come back and they go, all right. When I say this, he gets happy and I'm going to sell. You know, they probably do the same thing to me, right? They play their own game. They play their own little game. Like, it's nuts. Like, I really do think people did that. And if I lived somewhere down there too, oh, I would totally do that. Just screw with them. Totally, dude. Totally. It'd be so fun. And you've seen a lot of people, right? You've you've gone to a lot of doors. You've met a lot of people, a lot of walks of life. Do you think, is there a correlation between how somebody's house is like set up if they like take care of their homes or if it's just trashy if they're more open to buying something as to not buying something yeah, there's... so like are you did you see do you see a dirty house and you're like I'm going to stay away from that so you have two houses right next to each other right yeah. I'm going to set a scenario for you you have two houses right next to each other one's got like tricycles garbage like cars on the lawn and the other one's nice and clean white picket fence got a nice lawn which one are you more wanting to go to are you going to go to the cleaner one or are you going to go to the dirtier one so i'm going to knock them both right because i can i can do that i can okay. talk say, to both say people, it's, but it's the last one i want last to day. i want to talk to the weird person right and all like i like those just to types. get a story yeah. out of it and and a lot of the times like if it because if it's a dirty house they're gonna have like if it's a clean house you know you have bugs like a normal person but if it's a dirty house you have bugs and you see them a lot more frequently if you're not taking care of oh, your yeah. yard you see it and they notice those things right and like they're not just because they're a little different, don't take care of their stuff, doesn't mean they're not normal. They're still gonna, you know, they're still human. They're just beings. a little dirty. Yeah, they're just a little dirty. So they still want to get the bugs gone too. So I like talking to those people because one, they're the best stories. Like even if you don't sell it, you walk away from those like already there. <laughs> you know, like yeah, that was interesting. And then sometimes you really do sell them. Like more more than times you sell them because they're like, yeah, dude, like. I have bugs. And then you can kind of reason with them and you can feel for them, you know, like, oh, I don't got a lot of money right now. Dude, I'll do the first one for just 20 bucks. You know, you learn to be their friend. You really, because I like helping people out and I really do think that our our product, like, I'm not just a con man. I really think that our product really works. Like, I'm there to help people. uh, Let's rephrase one thing you said. Not not just a con man. Not just a con man. You're not a con man at all. all. (laughs) I don't don't con anything. Just making sure, you know, it's set out there. That was more of like the high school, you know, con artist with the women days. Yeah, the womanizer days. Dude, I wish I would have been a better salesman of myself in those days. It was fun. Because, like, you had a pool there. The whole pool was just there for you to jump in and swim. That's the thing, dude. Now it's like impossible to, you got to go to the mall or something, and you're like, how old is that one? Because oh. I don't want to be getting in trouble. Bro, I don't go to the malls around here, dude. I can't. Hell no. I can't, dude. I like I walk into Zoomies to go buy a, a new pair of Vans, and the whole time I like see girls, and I'm like, okay, you are 
you are like 17. I can't yep. do this. Yep. I got to get out of here. <laughs> like, I'm about to catch a case. I won't yeah. catch any cases right now. But if they're working, I've learned that if they're working in the mall, most of the time they're older than 18. Oh, man. Those are the I ones had, to hit on. I had the they're worst fine. experience with that one Uh-oh. time. We went to a restaurant. Yeah. All right, we went to go, what's called Blue Hashi. We got some sushi. Sushi. And this girl walks in. Cute. Cute as a button. Adorable, dude. I was like, wow. That girl is... She's smoking. Yeah, yeah. Solid nine. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. So solid nine. Pretty high, pretty high scale, right? Yep. So we get our checks and we're leaving and then we're standing at the... The like the... What is it? Like the clerk thing or whatever? Yeah, the, the, the checkout? Yeah, the checkout. And I was like, fuck it. Go for it. <laughs> Let's see what's up. And I was like, so... Uh, uh, how old are you? First, I, I did the first thing. Like, yeah. like I was kind of flirting at first. I was going, yeah. like, "Hey, I, what's your first time here?" I, like, because like she fucked up my order. Yeah. I, mean, I was like, "It must be the first day here." Hey, I get it. I'll come back in here next time. That's and, hey. Can I, I just say that's what it. I love about you is you just say whatever you want. Like at, at restaurants and shit, you say stuff, and I love it. Like, that is so <laughs> funny. I laugh my ass off, dude. Thank you for that. Thank you. All right, continue your story. But, so like, and then. Like I could tell the lady was right next to her and she was like teaching her like the ropes and stuff. Yeah. And like she was smiling, I was like, Okay, this isn't a good sign, but let's keep going. Let's keep let's keep let's keep on going and see what see if anything happens. And I I I ended up asking her for her number, but she was like, Just so you know, I'm sixteen. Oh like, shit. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh buddy. <laughs> And I just put my head down. I was like, "We gotta get out of here oh my gosh, now, dude." Never, I never, I can never go there again. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's what sucks about dating around here, yeah, man. Dude. It's it's, ah, uh, yeah, it's crazy. And it, this is the thing, man. Like, I don't know. Like where we live, it's very Mormon populated, and I don't know what them they do to their women. You know, like what the chicken they, they feed drink them. coffee, man. Yeah, dude. But they're just and they're and like. 15-year-olds look like they're 20. 15. So get this. I went to a mission buddy. He just got home from his mission. No, he was getting married. So and it was in Provo. I drove down there to meet all up with a bunch of my buddies who were in Columbia with me as well. Mm-hmm. And we're at this thing, right? It's his, wed- it's his wedding reception. We're just hanging out. I start talking to this girl. She was, she looked like she was 20-something, right? We're having just normal, normal, like not flirting yet, just talking. And every I, I look over at all my friends and they're all just giggling and I'm like, what is going on? Like, what, you know? I just keep talking to her like normal. We're having a good conversation, <clears throat> and then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go grab a drink. Go over to all my buddies. They go, hey, I think my buddy, and he says, that's that's our buddy's sister. And I was like, oh really? And I'm like, dang, that sucks. He goes, she's 15. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> They still won't let me live that down. Every Dude. time I talk to them, they're like, oh, yeah, you hit on any 15-year-olds? I'm like, yeah. Your heart just sinks. I know. As soon as, if you hear teen, yeah. you're like, oh, Unless no. it's 18, and then sometimes yeah, 18, you feel 19, happy. Yeah, 18, 19, yeah. like new models. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't make eye contact with her the whole rest of the night. I was just like, nope, F that. I'm doing my I can't thing. Be, can't be seen. Cannot yeah. be seen with you. <laughs> you like go to a room, and she comes in, you're like, nope, I'll give, give me another person in here now. <laughs> another person. I need one more person. Yeah, it was fun. Good stuff. Good stuff. <clears throat> so a lot of your selling guys that you've gone out with, <laughs> just changed this, the subject completely. Mm-hmm. Um, have you built pretty good relationships with the guys you've gone out with? Yeah. And um, have you seen their growth like as salesmen? What what uh, what helps them become better salesmen? Well, so one of the cool things, like I have a, I have a cousin and one of his buddies who's coming out, and they're both just about to get out of high school. You know? Oh shit! They're great dudes. Like they're fun. They're a little crazy. You know, mm-hmm. like I was a little crazy back then yeah. too, 
and they're fun but like what we've been doing what we've been working with them a lot is is just memorizing and just not so like you want to have you want to know what you're selling so you want to have stuff memorized but you don't want to repeat that on the door like you want to have your own twist to it but you want to have certain responses to certain things memorized or have at least knowledge of it so then you can know what to say. Your mind doesn't go blank. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, yeah, ba- basic sales, basic sales. You know, knowledge. You don't want to be a duck out of water. Exactly. When they ask you a question, you just go, uh, uh, um, uh, uh. But not everyone knows that is the thing. And so these guys, they're brand new. They've never done something like this. They've never sold. You know, well, the girls, whatever. But what we've been doing is working a lot with memorizing. So they memorize those things, and then we practice with each other. Practices like I know they're stupid, and you're like. We'll actually like knock the door. So like we'll have someone knock the door and then sell the other person and like do the whole entire thing and you just run through it, role plays. It's it's a lot of fun. Kind of stupid. You feel dumb there at the beginning. I love it now. I'm driving down in my car and I'll just start selling somebody. I'll just start, you know, to practice. Practice. Yeah. Practice on that type of stuff. Know what you need to say. I'd say that's the best knowledge to help them get like have ideas, know what you need to say. Don't go in there blank. And then I like doing it in the mirror too by myself and I learned testimony of this when I was 7th grade 7th 8th grade when I first started like working out and I got out of my fat days and I was taller now and I started working out looking good mm-hmm. I couldn't do the titty the titty pop I wanted to do <laughs> yeah. it all my brothers could do it and I couldn't do it and so they told me practice in the mirror every day watch just move your body just learn how to move Which it your muscles no mind body connection dude dude when i because that was the first thing i grew i wanted a really big chest when i first started working out because i just think that's awesome like arnold's chest is huge i wanted mm-hmm. that and so every day for like three months no it didn't take me that long it was like three weeks every day for like three weeks in the mirror before school i'd stand there flexing <laughs> myself in the mirror and then and then i remember one day I felt a pop and I was like, oh, oh. I saw oh, it. No. I was like, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> you know? So role plays, like, and with this too, like, so if you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're doing a role play, you're seeing how you, the other person sees you, you know? And it'll teach you things that you shouldn't do. Like, you shouldn't be really fidgety on the door. You shouldn't be moving around a lot, you know? You shouldn't, you should learn how to make eye contact with someone and then break away. So it teaches you how to do those things and you're seeing it and you're like, oh, would I buy from myself? And it's fun. Hmm. So I tell our guys to do a lot of those. They're really stupid. Not everyone does them, but they're really important. The ones who do them, they do better. The ones who don't do them, you can tell. You can tell. They struggle more at the beginning because you're just more prepared, right? Yeah. You've seen yourself like, I mean, you haven't sold anyone actually, but you've sold yourself so many times that it's just normal now. It's not just, oh, I'm so scared to go out and sell. It's like, uh, I've had this conversation a thousand times already. I and know where it could go, and you and switch it scared. up. Yeah, because you switch it up every time. You know, you give a different concern each time, and you just learn. How long did it take for you to? Because yeah, you are <clears> kind <throat> of scared on your first couple of runs. How long did it take for you to not be scared or have those pregame jitters? So that's what I'm saying about anxiety and CBD, dude. When we <laughs> went out back. and sold CBD on the doors two, three weeks ago, when we took the RV out. I wasn't scared to go knock that first door. I didn't. That's what I'm saying. Like before, and every other thing before, like knocking pest control. The first couple doors last year, it was knocking. And I just had the jitters. I was scared. I stumbled over my words. Since I've been taking CBD, I don't get those those jitters. Those jitters. Like I wasn't nervous on the door to go knock. I just went up and knocked, and I was good. And I started talking with people. And I've learned that with girls too. Like, since I've been taking CBD, I was always, like, since I've been home from my mission, I haven't been really much of a ladies' man anymore. 
Like I've kissed a lot of girls, but it's not, you know, not, not I think what, that constitutes as not, a ladies' not what man. I, want. I, I don't have a girlfriend or anything, so it's like I ha- I've been scared to talk to girls a lot more lately. I've just gotten my head. Yeah. Since I've been taking CBD, I don't get scared. I can just go walk up and talk to them. Like I don't, I don't get anxious or nervous before I do. So that's what I was saying about the CBD at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's how I can see the difference in me in that way. That's cool. But. What was the question? It was, oh, so knocking the doors, like for, but most people though, like for me last year, took me at first, until I made my first sell, I was nervous. Knock, mm-hmm. I made my first, I sold my very first day, right? But I was nervous. Is that an average? Is like, yeah. do most people sell on their first day? Dude, this is the thing. Anyone can sell. If you go out and you put in the hours every single day and you work hard, you will average one a day. I'm not saying that you're going to sell one a day. Some days you'll have a zero day, but some days you'll have a three or four day. And it averages you know, out over the summer. It averages out. Like if you just go out and work, you're going to average one a day. And that's what we tell people. It's 100 days, you know, in the year. If you 100 days of the year if you stay And, that, and you start off uh, May to A lot of when? people start in April at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was planning on CBD, so I didn't. So I'm leaving May 4th. I'm leaving on Monday. But a lot May of people... 4th. May the 4th. <laughs> May the 4th be with you. With you. That's what I'm hoping this will first come out, too. Yeah, let's we'll, do we'll, it, we'll, brother. We'll, we'll send it out the day you leave. <laughs> yeah. So it'll, it's cool, dude. I'm excited. It's It'll be fun. It, it, until you get your first sale, you probably have those jitters. It's like until you get her phone number. Until you get her name. You know, you walk up to the girl and you got to talk to her. That's different nowadays, though, man, because most people meet true. each other, like... Online, sliding in the dude. DMs. I hate that. Ah, it's, I, I it think, makes it a little bit tougher, for but sure. It does make it does make when you have the balls to go up and talk to a girl in person, it, it impresses them that I much. I think more. it takes them off guard. They're like, they're whoa, like, whoa, whoa he's this talking. Guy that's why you can get some me. that's why you get some honeys, dude, because they're they're like, What what this guy want, you know? At least around here. I don't know how it is in bigger cities. But I like think bigger cities I think is in bigger cities lot. it's a little easier to go. I think it is easier. I think easier. there's more talking to girls. You know why I think it's easier? Why? Because I mean, if any girls listen to this, I'm not, I'm not knocking Correct on us anything. Correct if we're wrong. But uh, I think just around here, you have such a low population. And the girls that are around here have been told all their lives, yeah. Oh my God, you're so pretty. You're the, you're the, you're the prettiest yep. girl in our grade, the prettiest and girl in our school. the whole time. And that's all they've been. They've always been the put one, on you know. A pedestal. Yeah, they've been put up on a pedestal. Meanwhile, you go over to like Boise or, you know, insert big city name here and they don't they don't have that you know they can be the girl next door is like just as hot and they gotta work for it you know it's like all right gotta have a personality that's why that's why when i feel like it's time to find the little honey it's not gonna be she's not gonna be found around here i think she'll be found somewhere else sorry bingham county girls it's just like yeah it's it's just there there is a different there's a different bubble around our town and yeah Yes, you know. for sure. Southeast Idaho, just in general, it's just. Kind there's of, some pretty hot ones though, dude. There, oh my there's a gosh, lot of beauty in the world. Like what we're talking, like these girls that you're saying though, that have been told they're the prettiest girls their whole life. They have. They are the prettiest girls. You know, they're and beautiful. They, they Holy. Me and my me and my family have because I have a lot of family from Vegas. Yeah. And, uh, whenever we drive back and back and forth, we have conversations. We have always when we see a girl, we'd go out to the club yeah. or something. We'd go. That. Is a Vegas five. A Vegas five. But a Blackfoot ten. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's so true, dude. It's so true. Dude, I jumped on Tinder when we did our when we drove down to Vegas on uh, in the motorhome. Mm-hmm. I jumped on Tinder and everywhere that we stopped at night to stay, and I just swipe, and I would just be like, oh my gosh, like, and especially when we got into like St. George, yeah, Vegas. Yeah, these girls real. <laughs> and there's so much like, sorry, ladies, but there's so much sluttier too. There's so much like there like the picture like okay like I, I'm not a Tinder douchebag like I, I, I like Tinder it's fun but like this is what I'm saying you know like yeah. the girls around here are a lot more reserved like we were talking in that bubble down there they don't give a damn half of their pictures are shaking their ass doing their thing and you're Ugh. just like, you're and, like and they're hot too like, you know what you're about yeah and I like it good for you girl good, good for, for you. you I give you a solid clap uh you're not a Tinder douchebag but I am. You like Tinder? I, I love Tinder. I've never, Tinder I'm... is a great tool for building up your game. Really? It's really good. It's fun to like just start a conversation with somebody yeah. and just carry the conversation on. And like most times it always ends in like you ghosting each other. Yeah, always. And every time. Every time. Always. But like it's it's a good practice for you when for when you do meet somebody and your texting game is gonna be weak. Yeah, dude. You're gonna have some pretty <laughs> solid lines. That is true, huh? Dude, I've oh, never thought of it that so, way. So, okay, this one's fucked up. This is funny. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I uh, I matched the girl, and her bio said, send me a cheesy pickup line. So I was like, all right. This, this is what I like to do. I get on Reddit, okay, and I go to Tinder, Tinder Reddit, and they have just a bunch of lines that people have used. Nice. So I used one, and it was, it said, hey, are you lightning? And then uh, it says, she says yes or no or whatever. And you go, because I want to make you McQueen. And then, <laughs> and then you send a gif of Lightning McQueen. Dope. And you say, <laughs> <laughs> So it worked. It worked. That's awesome. And we started, we, we talked. I got a Snapchat and stuff. but And then after that, like I was browsing through my Instagram. And then I saw that same line being used on, someone, on another person. And the girl responds, this is the saddest thing I've ever seen. You're never going to get a girl by doing oh. this. I was like... Oh, <laughs> right in the heart. This oh, what hurts, a bitch, dude. dude. That's this hurts. This is awful, dude. Girls are so mean. They are so mean, dude. And it's like they hurt. They hurt the feelings, you know. They they say stuff like that that just hurts your feelings. It hurts your like, and it's like you, you not bitch. Guys are supposed to be yeah. like hard and like in the exterior you're supposed to be like a, a manly man. But like deep down, man. I'm like, yeah. I want to come. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I know it drives me nuts. <laughs> For real though, like, yeah, you know, you say certain. Yeah, I, I don't even want to get into that. It just drives me nuts. Yeah, how big of bitches it's, they it's are. Awful. I love them. I love them to but death. But that's how you know how when, when you found a really cool girl, yeah. like you have that connection. You're like, wow, she's actually not being a bitch to me. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being one of the good ones. But then every now and then she puts you in your place and reminds you that she still is a bitch. Yeah. She's in trouble. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I'm like, can I say it? And I said, I said, I said, I said, bitch. Oh, man. We got off track. <laughs> yeah, we did. That was <laughs> fun, though. That was awesome. <laughs> talking about sales. <laughs> so you're leaving this week. Monday. You're bro. leaving Monday. 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 Are you excited? You ready to go out there and start selling again? Oh, yeah. You make pretty... I mean, I don't want to get into specifics or anything, but you do make a good thump sum of cash for the amount of time that you're working. But oh, yeah. you have to put in that amount of work. And oh, that's yeah. where I want to take this conversation towards next. There's a real lack of like drive in the younger generations now, from what I can see. And I know that, I know that there is... like really Guys are really hard workers, and there's people that aren't. 
but like more and more from what I'm hearing from like the guys at the shop that I work with they just keep saying dude people just don't want to work mm-hmm. and in my line of work I'm a mechanic that's that's very true you know there's some of the stuff we do I'm like okay not everybody can do this but like if you put your time in yeah. you're gonna get good eventually oh yeah and uh, what I want to ask is is that also transfer over to you is that are you guys having trouble finding guys that are just willing to put in the hours bite down on the mouthpiece and you know get the job done so at this point like because i've been I've, I've been working with this company for a couple years but like my dad owns it so i've been around since it started and i've listened to their conversations so i've learned from it and i've learned to, i've heard him say like i heard him say at younger ages like you can tell this guy is in a hard work like, and it's sad to say, but you can really tell things like that. Mm-hmm. And unless they're just a really good bullshitter, you know, you get some guys like that comment, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, most of the time you can tell who it is. And then since I've been working with them, I've also learned that skill too, to see who, who really is going to be able to put in the work out there and who's really, you know, you can talk a big game, but you can tell who's really going to nut up or shut up yeah. at, the, at the go time. Is there any signs that you look for? Um, flakiness. How right? so? So like describe you, flakiness. Because like when I find someone and I want to talk to them and I like want to get them to come out and sell with me, I will invite them to different things. Just like what you were saying, invite them to invite them to lunch. You know, obviously at the beginning they're gonna be flaky, right? Because they've heard the sales pitch from seven other sales guys and I. I, I. But when you first meet with them and after that, and if you have a good connection, like if I have a good talk with the guy and I'm like, all right, cool. But some of the some of the best salesmen are the weird ones, the ones who are just, you wouldn't expect really good. They just turn it on. That's the thing. Some guys yeah. just turn it on. Some guys are awesome. I love it. It's just been there. But they're weird. <clears throat> they're not your normal smooth talking SOB. But uh, you learn and like talking to them. And then um, so like afterwards like you invite them to other events like we do gun shoots right we Ooh. take we take the razors to stuff you know and these are these are guys who have signed on right if they've signed on and you're looking at them just because you sign on doesn't mean that you have to go with that company like don't tell anyone that but like that's everyone knows that mm-hmm. so people who signed on they're like oh yeah I'm gonna come out with you you learn and if you're inviting them to stuff like that and they really can't go and they're just flaky or they're just being flaky. Uh, is flaking going like? They're like, hey, we're going up today. You want to come out with us? And then he's like, oh, and yeah, they for never sure. Respond. And then last minute, they're like, hey, dude, something came up. I exactly. can't go. Like one time, you're like, okay, that's cool. Exactly. Oh, I understand. But like, if they do it more than once, they're yeah. like, all right, maybe this guy's not the one for us. Exactly. And maybe, maybe I shouldn't have said after they've signed on to like come out and sell. Like, because some people take the whole summer, the whole like the whole winter to sign on with you. They just want to learn. Yeah. So like those type of people you learn. And if they're like, yeah, like, oh, I can't do it, but it's planned, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, let's meet up for dinner. And they're like, oh, yeah. And then nothing. You learn those type of guys for sure. You don't really want in your company. And guys who are just, I don't like douchebags. Like, like I, 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 people call me a douchebag. People call me a tool. I, I wouldn't say I'm a douchebag. I'd say I'm more of a tool, you know? Uh, you're a meathead. I'm a meathead. You're a meathead. Right. I can I can accept that. You you you're like, you, if you see a boulder, you're gonna be like, I bet I can move that boulder. I can move that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, nice it's a meathead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like douchebags. Like in all honesty, I don't like, like, I've met a couple douchebags too. Like I know what you're talking about. Douchebags just being a guy that like it's just not fun to be around. Yeah. It's just like a total drag. Yeah, dude. It's no fun. You're like, dude, why are you like like you you guys are all having a fun time and then out of nowhere they just like they think that they're being funny and they insult somebody and you're just like. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. was that for? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they've been quiet the whole, or the, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that I, is so I, true. Oh, that's a good way to we, put we, it. We've all met a couple. Everybody knows a, yeah. a real douchebag. Some of them, and I guarantee, wear douchebags in some people's eyes. Probably, which but sucks. We're but not. Hey, so I'm okay. F off. So I want people to listen to this. Suck so my I'll, ass. I'll, I'll, I'll people, <laughs> suck my ass. <laughs> yeah, people know we're not douchebags. We're good guys. But I don't know, dude. Hard work. We were talking about hard work. Hard work. Uh, I think that. I think that the world is full of pussies nowadays. I don't think people want to work as much as they... I think people are a lot more entitled. And this is in general, right? In everywhere. Not everyone, but like in general. People don't want to work. People want stuff for free. And I think that the world were a lot more pussies. I remember that my dad would tell me high school, schools about him in high school. If you had a problem with someone, you could find them in the middle of the hallway, beat the shit out of them, and then you get up, walk to your next class, and you're good. I you can't do it. that anymore. I would love it if they like... Because I read, a, I don't know if I read a story or I heard somebody tell me this story, but like two kids fought in school. Yeah. Principal called them in, gave them a box, pair of boxing gloves. I'm like, all right, duke it out. Yeah. Right here, right now. Yeah. Nobody has to know. And after this, your, your shit's squashed. Yeah. You're done. That's awesome. That'd be sweet. I would love that. And like if my son came back and like got the shit beat out of him, I think I'd be like, did you fight back? Yeah, <laughs> did you, exactly. Did you get back in there. Well, that's the thing. There's certain people, definitely, who like, like for me, like my dad taught me to fight back. You know, there's definitely like certain principles. Like my principal in high school, I I beat the shit out of this kid. I was supposed to be taking care of the welding class, and this kid was just being a punk. And he called me out. And he's like, he I think he was a freshman. I was a junior, right? He calls me out. He's like, "What's up, pussy? Let's go!" And I'm like, "All right." So we went to the back. I beat the shit out of him, right? Our uh, welding teacher comes in. He's like, all right, pulls me off. And then they send us down to the principal's office. And the principal, we're talking. And he's like, he looks at me. And I'm just calm. Like, I'm a big football player, wrestler. I did what I I had to do. You know, this kid, he's a kind of a chubbier guy. Beat the shit out of him, though. And I felt really bad. But he's like, the principal looks at me and he goes, he's like, you good? And I'm not not even breathing heavy. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm I'm good. He looks at the kid. He goes, you're not good. <laughs> and, he, and he goes, this principal goes, he goes, can you guys shake hands and walk out of here and be men and not let it happen again? And I go, yeah, I'm good. The kid That's called awesome, me out, dude. you know? And that was cool. Like, it was a kid like, yeah. Yeah, yeah the yeah, kid yeah. was like, yeah, he's, the kid goes, I've actually been looking for a fight. Like, I've wanted to start one. And the principal goes, why did you pick it with him? <laughs> <laughs> you got you to learn how to pick your fights, Exactly. Man. And I'm not saying I'm a good fighter. Like, I've been in like three or four fights my whole life. Like, yeah. My brother kicks the shit out of me every time we fight. So, like, I'm not a great fighter, but it was funny. He was like, why would you pick it with him? And it was just, you know, it's like there are people who still do that, but in general, the world's not like that. Yeah. And if it was, I think that we'd have a lot more hardworking people and it'd just be a little... I think also lack of role models. Yeah, that's like, true. I, I, I am very grateful for the role models I've had in my life. Like, my dad, workhorse. My my older brothers, fucking workhorses, yeah. dude. My, my two older brothers are... I couldn't have asked for two better older brothers. Like they, one of them electrician, the other one works at Walmart. Both of them just, they just get after it, dude. Cool. Well, the one, the one that's an electrician gets up like four in the morning because it doesn't come back to like nine because he goes and works out afterwards. Like yeah. he, he is fucking stud. He puts it in. Yeah, he puts in his work and he's gonna be super successful. Like I, I like you can just tell. You can just tell some guys have that drive. I love that. You can he's tell He's got that people. drive. Yep. Like, he's got he's got the drive. And I wish I had that drive. You do. Like, you no. don't see it. It's hard to see it in yourself, in yourself. but I see it in you. Yeah. Like, it, you yeah. just kind of like, man. You look at other people, and they make you feel like you're not doing anything. Yeah. And those people, mm-hmm. like, you need to have those people in your life. Yeah. Like, and also, you also, like, you need to have those people that work hard at what they're doing, 
but you also have to look at it on the other end and you have to see the people that are following their dreams mm -hmm. i have i have a guy that like he's not making a lot of money but like he's doing what he wants to do you know he's following his passion like he what he loves to do is like record and make music and just like everything audio and everything yeah. like visual he's just a fucking whiz dude. yeah dude. he's like amazing at it and like I look at that I'm like that's awesome I want I, when I grew up I am and I'm so happy that I have those two ideals work hard and follow your dreams yeah and as, as like corny as that sounds dude, it no, sounds that's super thing, corny no. but like it's 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 good to have those role models and you had that role model in your dad I'm, I'm assuming oh yeah and you because your dad from what I hear is he just knows his shit dude, dude he's a stud, he's, he's a stud. he is so fun like I and I'm being straight up I don't remember the last time I had a normal conversation that didn't involve business with my dad mm -hmm. like it's just his life he, but he loves it though he can he can manage family but like he is a business man he is always thinking differently and the way the things that he teaches me man it's crazy like I just got a car, <clears throat> 22 years old, never had a credit card, never had a loan on anything. I just got my first loan on a car and a first credit card in order to build some credit. So I, I plan to build a house in probably about a year or two, so I need money for that or buy one. Cool. So he he taught me, he just the things he just teaches me about it, you know, he was like, don't do a five-year loan. He's like, pay it off as fast as you can. He's like, I look at this way differently than most people. Most people are like, yeah, get a $12,000, $15,000 loan, go for it. He's like... He's like, I don't have any loans on anything. Like, everything that he does now, he pays for cash. Because he's never done loans before. And so like, I think it's the best way to do it, dude. Pay stuff in cash. Well, this is the thing. So that way you know it's yours. You oh, know 100%. you can pay for it. It's yeah. tangible. Well, that's what he said with, with, the, with the C word going on right now. All of his businesses, he has no loans on them. Like, he doesn't have to pay anything more. Mm -hmm. right? I don't know if I can say that. But, yeah, he's good. He's you're good, Dad. You're rich. Get out of here. <laughs> but uh, he, he, he doesn't have to pay for anything. So, like, yeah, he's been affected by the C-virus, like, because it's stuck. And all business owners yeah. have. A lot of businesses. But he's not shitting bricks. He's told me multiple times. He's like, I'm not, like, freaking out because I don't have a payment that I have to pay every month. Like, I'm not depending on my business to make me this money so that I can pay this payment. He's like, I don't have to do that. So, yeah, it sucks I'm not making the income right now, but I'm not also going Yeah, I'm not negative. shitting bricks. So, I'm like, that's cool. And that's what he taught me. He's like, don't get a big loan. He's like, pay everything with cash. And he's like, that's that's how I live. I and I love it. Translate that to living within your means. That's exactly what yeah. he told me. He said, I live within my means. And now, and I'm like, but as he's saying that, we're driving his brand new 2020 <laughs> Denali. No, listen to this Bug shit. life. No, this is legit the conversation in the truck. We're driving his brand new 2020 Denali to his brand new house that he's building on the golf course. Right. Which is amazing. Huge home. Beautiful. Amazing. Beautiful home. And he goes, live within your means. And I'm like, bro, what are you what are you talking about? He goes, he's like, I make enough money that I can afford this. Yeah, this is my he's means. He's like, this is my means. And I'm like, damn, you dick. Baller. I'd be baller, like, that's yeah. a baller, dude. Your dad's yeah. a baller. Some dudes just have that fall in life. Yeah. But like, you see that. A lot of people see that. See where he's at. But they don't see behind they don't oh. see they, they're seeing the top of the pyramid yep. they're not seeing how he got there yep. and again I, I feel like I'm he just was a dairy I'm, farmer. I'm like reinstating points that everybody's already heard but like those are just the points yeah. that everybody should know you know like you, you don't wake up one day and you're there yeah. you know you gotta build from the ground up yeah you're not born a legend like you have to you have to build it 
You have to build your legacy. Yeah. It's impossible. You can't just be born into it. And that's you with Aimvo CBD. Aimvo. And even do pest control. I can make pest control really big. And I'm thinking about it now. Like, this could be a good time for me because I'm not really super focused on CBD right now. I could go out and build a salt, like, have a great summer, come back, recruit, and have a great pest control team and have a great CBD team. Two sources of income from two different companies. I wasn't thinking that way before. So in one word, I'm kind of grateful for what's happened because it's helped me open my eyes and see more ways to make money, right? Because mm-hmm. I was just super focused on AIMVO. Narrow. And narrow. now like it's like, okay, that's not going to happen until events open back up. So what else? Open my mind to armor. Open my mind. Like I wasn't planning on like really even like looking talking to chicks a lot for the next couple years like i wasn't planning on getting married anytime soon who knows that's back in the back back in the table it could happen so like it's kind of cool it shows me a little bit more and at one point i'm grateful the other point i'm like damn it like i was really excited to to head out on monday and tour the usa twists and turns in life man you can never it's a roller coaster and I think it's good to not have all your eggs in one basket. Oh, 100%. Really good not to have all your eggs in that one basket. And it's good that there's there's multiple sources that you can go to for jobs. 100%. Because some people are fucked right now, dude. It and that's crazy. the truth. Like restaurants are screwed. Yeah, dude. They're closing left and right from what I've been reading and hearing. Yeah. But like, I didn't know like 70% of restaurants go. Fail. Yeah, they fail within mm-hmm. like the first year. It's the hardest industry, dude. The hardest industry to Super get into. Super hard. But when you make it like McDonald's and Wendy's, you fucking make it. <laughs> <laughs> over a billion sir. You know, yeah, like, you know, and that was their old logo, you know, over a billion served. And that was the, what I, Blackfoot had, Blackfoot had over a billion served like 10 years ago up on their McDonald's sign. Dude, and that probably, was 10 years ago. They stopped counting how many burgers yeah. they had. I said, F this, dude. Like, dude, we can't, keep track. This we is can't keep track of this. We got to keep going. If you want, we can wrap it up. We just did an hour. Was that an hour? Hour and 13. Dude. I'd say... Bro, in all honesty, I'm super excited. This is awesome. I'm so glad you're doing this. Yeah, I'm really hoping it works out. And this, and is, like, this is the thing. It got so much better Like there in the middle. you know. Like Once we just started talking, having a good time, it was awesome. And I appreciate it. I like your look on it, that you want to learn about people's lives, their daily time. I, see, I, and it works like, perfect. I hope... If anybody does listen to this, I hope people understand a little bit more about what you do and how the sales life is. Yeah. I mean, we covered girls and sales. <laughs> girls are sales, though, dude. You got you, you to gotta sell yourself. You got to sell yeah. yourself to your future if, wife. Uh, if anybody know? takes anything out of this, is that you got to learn yourself. Practice in the mirror. Practice in the mirror. In the if, mirror. You can't, if you can't titty oh, pop, show. practice in the mirror practice for three weeks mirror. and you'll be able to. All right, Nate. Has, uh, you want to get your Instagram in here? Or how, how can people... Look up Aimbo CBD Aimbo or how CBD. if anybody is interested in Aimbo's, signing up memberships. Yeah, definitely, if you want to get in, uh, if you because I'm a vendor as well, so you can go to Nate N A T E dot A I M V O Aimbo dot com. On there, you can look up memberships. You can buy retail bought products. Um, Instagram is Nathan Matt Gregerson. If you want to hook me up, I have a lot of fun. I'm not the craziest guy and not the best looking, but. I love my life and I enjoy it. That's good, dude. All right. Hey, Nate, thank you for doing this, man. Thank you, brother. Let's play us out. All right.
was pretty good. Dude, that was awesome, bro.